Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. You're going to like this one today. This one is all about raising your vibration so that you become a vibrational match to everything you want. And how do we raise our vibrations? Well, in this episode, Joshua explains this whole process of manifestation, how you create what you truly want and not think so much about what you think you want. Because once you start creating what you truly want, all the things that you think you want will naturally flow into your life. So when you're trying to create what you think you want, you're really feeling lack, the lack of the thing you think you want. To get to a higher vibrational level, we want to adopt this idea of neutrality. Just start thinking about more more things in neutral ways. And in this episode, Josh will explain that. So it's a fascinating one. I think you'll love it. I think you'll love the questions and answers. It's really pulls itself together here. It's amazing. Before we begin, we are starting a Ascension Experience set of courses in about two and a half weeks. So we're getting the next group together. We're seeing where everyone fits, which classes you want to go into, and that sort of thing. So you can read all about the different courses you can take at theteachingsofjoshua.com and click on the Ascension Experience. I would suggest doing alignment first, but you know, if you want to go on to a different course, that's fine too. You can always take alignment later. It goes in order, but people are going sometimes out of order. It seems to be working fine. So look at one that you're interested in and you can read about that. But uh, if you want to talk to me about any of these courses, and I would love to meet you and explain them to you in detail and how the whole Ascension Experience uh, set of courses work, you know, it's, it's really like taking a college course for a whole year. So there's 13 of these courses. They're four weeks each. We take a break of a week between each one. And you really get deep involved in experiences because there's all these activities and assignments to do, and you communicate with other people, and you have partners. And it's amazing how it all goes together. We do four calls a week. If you can't make a call, they're recorded and sent to you, so you don't have to actually be there live, but you can if you want. And over the course of the four weeks of each course, you learn how to process your limiting beliefs. You learn how to tell the difference between your true desires and your man-made desires. And you really get in touch with your inner self. You start receiving a lot more inspiration. And then as you go through it, your natural you know, innate, non-physical senses come online, like empathic abilities and channeling and all kinds of stuff. It's really amazing, intuition, those sort of things. So that this is a process of raising your vibration. This is actual experience. It's actual work that you do. And you may not think that you're ready for it, but you don't have to be. Don't worry about that. If you take the first course alignment, you'll start to notice things shift just from that first course. And then you'll be inspired to go to the next course and take another one as long as you want to take it. And it's really fascinating. It's, it's the best thing that um, I've ever seen out there. It's the most effective and everyone who's gone through it has been thrilled by it. So, you know, you can look at what they've read, wrote about it and certain ones. And the best way to hear about it is from me. So I can talk to you, see if you're ready. We can discuss where you are. doesn't matter where you are on the planet. We'll do it all by Zoom and email. So you don't have to be in a physical location. You don't have to speak English perfectly. None of that matters. If you are interested in this information and listening to this podcast, the next step for all of you is to look at one of those courses. And if you um, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, we can set up a call. It'll be a Zoom call. And then after that call, I'll give you a coupon code so you can get a discount. So don't hesitate in doing that. And again, remember to like and subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Leave a review. That's the most valuable thing you can do. 
It really helps other people see this podcast. And we're starting to crack into the top 200 of podcasts in most countries in the world. Uh, you know, we're, we're growing and growing. And as we reach the upper tiers of those charts, more people see us and this starts the chain reaction. So thanks for everything you do and enjoy this episode. And you must become a vibrational match to that, which means that you'll have to expand who you are now to become a match to that desire. And so you'll push past fear. You'll act on inspiration. You do all these wonderful things that are for the benefit of expansion, but you won't be expanding in joy because the entire time you're on that journey to the manifestation of this thing you think you want, you'll be efforting and struggling and doing things you don't want to do and being who you're not just to try and get that thing manifested. That manifestation then is based in fear. And because all the masses are living in fear, they are having no examples of anyone living in true alignment and true neutrality, they think this is the way things are done. Because it is expansive and because there are no other examples and because this is the way things have always been done and this is what they've been taught and it conforms to their current mental construct, it just seems this is the only way to get anything new. This is the only way to manifest desire. This is the only way to be successful or to be seen as worthy and good and all these things. But inherently, you lack nothing. Inherently, you are free. Inherently, you exist in complete abundance, meaning that you are always receiving everything you need to do whatever you need to do to explore whatever you're choosing to explore in the moment. It's all a perception of reality. And so if you perceived yourself as free and abundant and worthy and good enough and capable and intelligent and have all the attributes that you need to go on this journey of self-discovery, well, then you could separate the things that you think you want from the things that you truly want. But how do you know what you truly want? How on earth are you ever to know what you truly want if what you truly want is based in the non-physical, complete, expanded, all-knowing version of you that is now living this physical life trying to discover that non-physical version of you. Well, it all depends on your pre-birth intentions. It all depends on what you planned for this life. And so everything that you've lived in this life is based upon those intentions you set prior to your birth. You had a question. You wanted to discover something. You wanted to, to discover who you more fully are in this reality as close as you can get to the version of you that exists in the non-physical. And as you come into this reality and move along that trajectory to discover more about yourself, you expand both yourself and your non-physical self, and you add to the tapestry of all that is. So everything that you're doing, every experience you have, everything you go through, every challenge, every obstacle, every manifestation event, every success, all of this adds to the expanded version that you are in the non-physical. So your non-physical version of you is gaining all the wonderful new manifestations and experiences and desires and all these things that you're creating in this reality right now. In this reality now, everything is working out perfectly from the non-physical perspective. But from your perspective, you might say, I'm not doing well. It's not going well. It should be better than it is now. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. I don't have people who love me. I'm not getting what I need out of this reality. And this then causes you to act on urges to change conditions. And of course, that's expansive as well. But 
while you're here, while you're living this life, while you're paying attention to these teachings, why not choose another approach to life? And when we say another approach to life, it's really another perception of reality. It's a perception of reality that is more true than the perception of reality that you have now. So let's just take a look at the masses and they're existing with this mindset or this mental construct that they're the victims living detached from everything and everyone in their reality, just trying to survive and trying to get what they think they lack. In this perception of themselves, which is not true, which is based on the illusion, which is caused by fear, they have no real authority or no real freedom or no real abundance to live the life that they intended to live. And even if they were billionaires, they would still be stuck in this duality, thinking that some things are good and some things are bad, and that they are detached and disconnected from everything in their reality. That is a limited approach to life. It is a life that is only going to move you through experiences generally based in fear. It is a highly limited life. And even if you were a billionaire living this life in duality, you would never feel good most of the time because you would be detached from everything in your reality. The other approach to life is one of the creator. The creator realized that everything in their reality is an aspect of them. Everything in their reality, the entire sum of that reality is in fact them themselves participating in an illusion that makes them feel separate. But that illusion need not dictate your life. If you know that it's an illusion, then you can opt out of the illusion in any moment. If you realize that all you're here to do is become as authentic as possible in this life, and that your primary intention was to live in joy, expand in joy, go through experiences in joy, well, you do this by understanding who you truly are on an intellectual level, and then having experiences that confirm that, or experiences that seem to not confirm that, which would be manifestation events. If you're having an experience that confirms that you are a worthy, good, powerful, limitless, and eternal being of love, well, that experience is expansive and will feel very satisfying. Now, imagine if you could line up experience after experience after experience, all shaping who you are from the perspective that you are the creator learning more and more and more about yourself. Well, if that were to happen, then there would be no negative experience because every experience would be part of this journey of self-discovery. So even a manifestation event, while initially it might bring up some negative emotion or some emotion that you call bad, you would realize very quickly, oh no, that's just showing me a limiting belief. That's part of this journey of self-discovery. Through this experience, I'm discovering that I have this belief that is not true, that's lacking information. And if I can move through this experience in joy, I will gain the information because I know as the creator of my reality, everything is always working out for me. I can also accept everyone else in my reality because they can't be in my reality if they are not here to serve as a reflection of how I'm being. And so instead of asking them to be different, which is what I would do in the old approach to life, in this new approach to life, I send them unconditional love and acceptance, accepting them in physical reality just as I would completely accept them in the non-physical. In fact, I operate in my physical reality exactly the same way as I would operate in my non-physical reality. In my non-physical reality, there is no fear. I'm eternal, I'm limitless, 
I understand how the system works, I understand who I am, and I completely understand who everyone else is. I completely understand that I create any condition that exists in the non-physical, I can conjure it up with a thought and it appears instantly, and I can realize that my thoughts then go to create things in physical reality as well. Of course, there's the lag of time, but that's fine because I get to go through the experiences of this journey of coming to a vibrational match to everything that I truly want. But how do I know what I truly want? Well, if it aligns with who I truly am in the non-physical, a being of love, if it's serving a purpose of self-discovery, and if it's moving me from, from one perspective that's limited to a higher perspective or an expanded perspective of who I am, then I know that this experience or this manifestation or this thing I want is aligned fully with who I truly am. And I don't need to make it happen any faster than it happens because I understand that the divine timing of all this comes together when I reach a higher vibration. So in the old approach to life, the person thinks of themselves as the victim, they perceive something that they lack, and then they effort and struggle their way to make that thing happen. And when that thing happens, they feel satisfied for a tiny bit of time, but it never really solves the underlying feeling that they are the victim to the reality or that they're in lack. In the new approach to life, the creator realizes that there's nothing specific they need to create because everything that is created comes to propel them along their journey of self-discovery. And when an inspiration comes and they act on the inspiration, the action involved in that inspiration will always feel interesting and enjoyable and easy. It's an easy way of life. Now, to get to this new approach to life, you become neutral. Neutrality allows you to disregard anything you think you want and allows you only to work on your vibration. How can I see myself in a higher vibration now? How can I see myself as more worthy, more good, more successful, more abundant, more free now? Each time I do anything, meditate, do a course, read a book, watch a spirituality video, any of these things, it helps me raise my vibration. And every single time I receive an inspiration and act, that also helps me raise my vibration. And when I raise my vibration, I attract a new reality. New manifestations come into my life. New experiences, new people, new things, new opportunities come into my life when I raise my vibration. So in the old approach to life, effort and st struggle manifest desires that are based in fear and are never satisfying. In the new approach to life, raising one's vibration creates the reality that brings in everything that they truly want and they don't have to know what it is. They don't have to know what it is because from the limited perspective, you cannot imagine what's going to happen in a year as you raise your vibration. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Hi, Joshua. It's Andrea. Andrea. <laughs> Hi. I'm so, I laugh because I thought, oh, somebody is just going to jump on. It's going to be that person. <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe that person is me. I, I had so many questions. And then as you kind of summarized everything, clarity came. Um, I just want to go back to not changing conditions. So with regards to work for me, um, 
my experience with work is so up and down. I like struggle, struggle, then I get kind of tapped in and then it feels amazing. And then I struggle, struggle. And the struggling part is, um, I guess it's getting a little bit easier. It's not as struggling. And I guess my thought is, I don't want to change conditions like quit my job. But then when you talk about desire. Oh gosh, I probably don't even have the right question here. I, I don't know what else I would want to do. Like there's, I, and I, so I guess from what I'm hearing from you, it's like, be where you're at, listen for inspiration and operate from there. Raise your vibration, be happy, as happy as you possibly can. I know in my conversation with Gary back in Orlando, it was like really tap into what what do you love about what you're doing and just focus on that. Would that be accurate to say? When you say you have struggle at work, what are you struggling to do to accomplish, to gain? <laughs> um, just like the daily parts of the job, organizing calls, having to reach out to people to book appointments doing lunches because i work in the pharmaceutical industry and you know meeting physicians and nurses when i'm there i love it i don't like all the admin stuff i have to do i hate that part of my job and why do you have to do it um because there's an expectation about my job that those calls are done like so if you were making progress, if you were increasing sales, you love the product that you sell, you see the absolute benefit of that product. And if that product was being conveyed to the patients in increasing numbers, would anyone care if you did any of the paperwork? Would anyone care if you made one phone call? Would anyone care if you did any of the stuff you don't want to do? Well, the, uh, the irony of that is that my sales are in the top, like the top two or three of the country. And I don't get a lot of flack, but I have this experience. Like I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. You like, are holding yourself to a standard that's not necessary. And you're making yourself do these things because you want to be seen as a good person. You see, it's not anything coming from the outside of you. And of course, with this limiting belief that you need to be different than you are, that you're going to have some reflection of that, obviously. And so the moment you didn't fill out a report or didn't do this on time, you would get back a manifestation event pointing out this limiting belief. But from the higher perspective of the creator, you're just on a journey of self-discovery. You're absolutely free. You can do anything you want to do. You can make the calls or not make the calls, do the reports or not do the reports, make the sales or don't make the sales. It has nothing to do with it. You see your worthiness in financial abundance is at this level anyway. It's not going anywhere. So it's gonna be generated anyway without you having to do anything other than what you're inspired to do. And so you say, okay, well, I like going into the meetings and I like bringing the lunches and I like talking about this product and that's really all I want to do. And all this other stuff I don't want to do is inauthentic. It's a waste of time. I could be doing something more enjoyable. But because I'm a good person, I have to force myself to do these things. Otherwise, that image that they have of me might deteriorate. What will they say? Oh, did you see? Andrea didn't put in her reports. 
Oh, she didn't make enough calls. Oh, and the reality is she's at the top of the country. Who cares? But what will everyone else say? Who cares? Who cares? For you to become who you more authentically are, you'll have to give up this persona of the good person. Now, the good person was taught to you because it's a form of control by your parents and teachers and society in general. And they love the fact that you're a good girl because you just fall right into line with whatever anyone says. You aren't thinking for yourself. You're thinking, how do I maintain this false persona? This false persona that keeps me unhappy or unsatisfied. It doesn't benefit me in any way. There is nothing that I drive out of this. All that I drive out of this is my ability to pretend that other people like me because I'm a good person. Well, how will you know if they like you or not if you're not being authentic in the first place? How do you know? Well, this is everyone's great concern. If I drop my guard for a second and become who I truly am, then everyone's going to reject me because I'm not going to follow along with these arbitrary constraints that are placed on those who must fall in step and conform. So your whole life you're taught to conform, to conform, to conform, to conform. And you fit perfectly as a little tiny cog in this vast machine of the established. But look at all those outliers who don't fall into those cogs. They're living the big, beautiful, bright, wonderful lives. They're living the limitless, free, and abundant lives that you're looking at. How did they get so lucky? Well, they did not conform. They said, I have this idea about who I am, and this idea must be expressed. To express who I truly am means that I'm going to have to ruffle a few feathers. I'm going to have to step outside of the norms of what's considered good. And I'm going to have to trust that what I think is right, what I think is good, what I think is fascinating, interesting, what I'm passionate about, that's all that I need. I don't need to worry about the rules. I don't need to worry about what other people think. Those people are living a life of conformity and limitation because they're falling in line with the conformist view of the society, all based in fear, all based in control. Now, how about this? How about you lived in love and acceptance and neutrality and you said everything that exists right now this moment starting right now this is the start of the of the race this is the very beginning right now in this moment i have a job that i'm in i find myself in this job now can't change that now because if i were to change it i would have to start in a new place this is the place I'm going to start. So I have this job. I have this place that I live. I have this town that I live in. I have this set of friends. I have this romantic relationship or not a romantic relationship. This is the starting point. Everything that's been created in this life has been a combination of the inauthentic persona and those times where you're being authentic. Everything that is seemingly not working is based in this inauthentic persona. Anything that's dissatisfying, anything that's struggle, anything that's effort, based on the, the dishonest or inauthentic persona. Everything that's working perfectly is based in somehow I've been more authentic in those areas. So if you're enjoying these teachings, you know that 
there is something authentic within you that resonates with these teachings. If you have a desire to expand out of this job into something bigger or more satisfying, then that is based in the authentic part, part of you. The fear of leaving the job is based in the inauthentic part of you. So anything you fear, all the limiting beliefs are all part of that inauthentic persona. Now you're going to go on a journey. Let's say the journey is five years. The journey is to strip away anything inauthentic and embrace everything authentic. You have five years. This would be a journey of raising your vibration because the inauthentic persona exists at a very low vibration. It's not true. It's an illusion. It's all based in fear. I don't like sitting at my desk, filling out reports. That idea of yourself as one who's beyond something like that is authentic. So every time you do it, you know you're being inauthentic. If you could let yourself be okay with that, be neutral with that, and say, I understand I'm being authentic in this moment. That's fine. I just know that that's inauthentic. And when I'm in front of a doctor, I know that conversation is fully authentic because I believe in what I'm doing. I love this product. I love interacting and sharing my knowledge with the professionals. I love this part of it. I want to be more authentic, more authentic, more authentic. I want to be more authentic. Then you ask the question, how can I be more authentic? Every time you're going back to doing something inauthentic, it will feel like effort and struggle. Every time you're doing something authentic, it'll feel like ease and joy. Oh, I notice here, this is effort and struggle. Oh, this is inauthentic. Oh, how do I let that go? Well, to let that go, you'll have to ruffle feathers. There's a fear in ruffling feathers, but yes, you haven't sir. ruffled any feathers. You have no experience ruffling feathers. Oh, I've ruffled some feathers, definitely. And, feathers. and in the ruffling of these feathers, did you feel exuberance in your authenticity or rejection and failure? Oh my God, I felt guilty and blamed. Uh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so this is a process, as you see. You've come to this moment in time where everything in your condition exists. Every part of this is you. Nothing is separate. Your relationship to every part of it is the reflection of who you're being. And you're trapped within this prison that you've created for yourself of paperwork and phone calls and things that you do not want to do. But because you believe your mental construct is set up to believe that this is what is necessary, this effort and struggle to get what you think you lack, which could be appreciation, could be money, could be whatever. Whatever you think you lack, you have to do it. So you have to keep rolling that boulder up the hill every day. At the end of the day, it rolls back down, you start all over again, roll it up every day. Well, why not just not roll it up one day? See what happens. Oh, manifestation event. Okay, manifestation event. I feel guilty for not doing these things. Okay, what's that guilt? That's a negative emotion or a limited emotion, a not feeling good emotion, and it's based in a belief that doesn't have enough information. I ask the question, how can I fill the information into that limiting belief? Receive the inspiration. Do this instead. 
oh, but there's fear of doing that instead. Nobody's tried that before. Nobody had ever come up to their boss and had this idea. What if I'm ridiculed? What if I'm rejected? Do this idea. Push past the fear and do this idea and you'll get everything you want. Because when you receive inspiration and you push past the fear and you take action, you raise your vibration, you enter a brand new reality. You cannot see what's going to come for you at this higher vibrational level because you exist at a lower vibrational level right now compared to that, and it's impossible to see what's there. Nine years ago, approximately, we came to Gary in meditation. He had a, a mental construct based on who he was then, and he could not imagine where he'd be now because from that limited perspective, there is no possible way to imagine it. It's beyond imagination. What he might have thought he wanted after writing the first book would only be found in examples of other people living in fear who have been successful authors, you see, or successful speakers or successful podcasters. But they wouldn't feel the way he feels because they're still living in duality. They're still living in fear. They're still trying to maintain a false persona and effort and struggle their way to what they think is good. This many book sales, this many appearances on TV, this many followers, blah, 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 blah. That's all based in the old approach to life. It is not acceptance. Acceptance is the only thing that I ever have to do is raise my vibration. I raise my vibration through experiences that are inspired and by seeing myself always from the higher perspective. Seeing myself as always abundant, always free, always good, always worthy, always enough. Always authentic. The more authentic I get, get, the more my vibration raises, and this creates a reality that I cannot imagine from where I am now. So I don't have to do anything different. I don't have to control any condition. I don't have to change anything other than my vibration. And my vibration changes when I become more authentic. So when I understand what's inauthentic compared to what's authentic, then I care less about the inauthentic part and I lean into the authentic part. So Joshua, we want to change now. No, you don't. You don't want to change now. This growing experience is what you came for. This is the journey. This is the satisfying part. Because when you actually do the work without snapping your fingers and have everything change, when you're actually doing the work to change how you think about yourself and your world, when you actually do that work, that's what's satisfying. When you actually become more authentic, that's what feels good. It feels powerful. It feels free. It feels abundant. It feels amazing. That's where you want to go. You don't want to snap your finger. You want to go on this evolutionary change from how you feel about yourself now to how you feel about yourself up here when you've raised that vibration. And then you get to look back and say, oh, I had no idea. Those thoughts I was thinking, it was based on this limited mental construct that I would carry around with me since childhood. Always believing. And then I can trace back to every issue I've ever had was based in this belief that was never true. So challenge every single belief that you have. Notice when you're being inauthentic and simply work on your vibration and don't care about any other part of it. You have to know that in that vibration that you are for now is this resonance with who you truly are in the non-physical. This powerful being, this limitless, eternal, magnificent, 
free being of love. And the physical representation of it is just mired in fear. So that means that you're going to have to be courageous. You're going to have to strip away that which you fear. You're going to have to look at what you fear in a new way. And this is why we say there is no wrong anywhere in the universe. It's only the illusion of wrong. Everything you think is wrong or bad is an illusion. It's not true, but it's keeping you from being the more authentic version of you because you're buying into it and believing it. So look at what you think is wrong. Oh, I'll get rejected if I don't do this and do it anyway and see what happens because experience teaches. These words right now, they may offer a little shift in perspective, but when you actually go through the experience, that experience will add information to the limiting beliefs and transmute them into beneficial beliefs. Wonderful question. Excellent. Thank you. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. I have a question. Rashna. Last night while I was sleeping, I know that I was um, dreaming and it was a casual dream, nothing uh, intense. And then suddenly in my head, it I felt what was, what was like something very jerky. And I woke up thinking I was in an earthquake. I live in California, but it was not an earthquake. There was some intense, like, I don't know what to say, a jerkiness or explosion in my head. And then I woke up with a massive headache. And this is not making sense to me because yesterday I had pretty much a good day. I was making phone calls to um, family, friends to invite them over for my mom's birthday party. And so it's just not, I don't know what happened to me last night. And now I'm, have a bad headache and so did something happen to you or did something happen for you um it happened for me so how did it happen for you i don't know so when you don't know how something happens for you you assume something's happening to you because this is the approach of the victim who perceives that outside conditions which means that anything can have an effect on how you feel and your interpretation of that feeling is good or bad, right or wrong. It's duality. You are the creator of your reality. You have the vibration of one who wants to understand that you're the creator of your reality. This is why you're on this call now and interested in these teachings. This vibration of the creator, of understanding that your creator has led you on this journey to get here now. All of you, it's the same. You have come forward into this time of awakening to be examples of alignment or examples of those who are living a new approach to life based in love and acceptance and not fear and control. And you are coming to understand that everything is neutral, that nothing can mean anything unless you give your attention to it or your judgment of it. In duality, you judge things, good and bad, right or wrong, better than, worse than, everything is stratified, everything is separated, and everything is outside of you. In that perception of reality, which is based in fear, you cannot feel secure because at any moment, something could happen to you. The shoe might drop. Something could happen. The earthquake might happen. And you perceive that if something happens that doesn't make you feel good, then it is a bad thing. And if something happens that makes you feel good, it's a good thing. 
duality. It's always duality, up and down, up and down. So when you feel something in reaction to something that's happened in your conditions, you're choosing to label that feeling as good or bad, right or wrong. You have a dream, you wake up, something shakes in your head, you have some experience, it doesn't feel good in that moment because of fear. What is going on? What's happening right now? Because of pain. If you say that pain is a bad thing, well, believe us when we tell you that without pain, you wouldn't be here very long. Without fear, you wouldn't be in physical reality very long. You'd be falling into volcanoes and off cliffs all the time. You wouldn't have any way to maintain this life long enough to discover who you truly are. So the aspect of fear and pain are parts of this reality. But when you call those things bad and wrong, then you're simply living a limited life trying to avoid at all costs anything that might lead to pain or negative emotion. So in the way that you avoid pain and negative emotion, you can see that you live these limited lives because if you're inspired to do something, and if you think far enough in advance about this thing you're inspired to do, you may possibly bring up some fear. Fear of negative emotion or fear of pain. And so you won't act on so much inspiration. So this entire system that you have in your mind of outside conditions can make me feel bad, therefore I better avoid them, and some things could make me feel good, therefore I better go get them, is taking you off your journey of self-discovery. That vibration that's in you, that brought you to these teachings into this conversation right now and inspired you to ask this question. All of that's brought you here, yet you're still existing in duality. You're still believing that you're a victim. You're still seeing yourself from a limited perspective. And you're still moving along on your journey of self-discovery, but in fear because you don't want outside conditions to make you feel anything. You just want to feel good all the time. Feel good all the time. What can I do to feel good all the time? And that desire, which is based in fear, actually brought you to these teachings. So now you are here wanting to feel good because you've established that there are two types of feeling, positive and negative. And not just understanding that the feeling doesn't have any possible way to mean anything without your judgment in duality. So in neutrality, if you were able to get to the state of neutrality, which is what you are all aspiring to do, at least in some areas of your life, get to this state of neutrality, and then an emotion washes over you, you no longer judge it. Now, can you even imagine when an emotion comes to you and you don't say, oh, that's anger or that's depression or that's exhilaration. You just let it come. You just let it come and you feel it and you don't judge it. And then it is able to waft through you. And another emotion might come, it's able to waft through you. You don't care about the emotion. You feel it fully, but you're not judging it. Now imagine that something physical happens in your reality and you've reached this level of neutrality. And it happens and you don't judge it as bad. Well, if you don't judge it as bad, then you can't feel negative emotion. And if you can't feel negative emotion, then all you're feeling is 
the emotion without labeling it or positive emotion. If you can't see it as a bad thing, then you're not going to feel the pain in the same way because you've built up this reactionary fight or flight defensive mechanism in your entire body and every little thing is painful now. Every th little thing is painful. Oh, that's a bad thing that caused pain. And you're very highly sensitive to pain. You're also highly sensitive to negative emotion. You're a highly sensitive being because a highly sensitive being is required to embrace a new approach to life, to embrace neutrality. But until you get into your mental construct, the fact that you are the creator and that everything that comes to you is for you, you will always be reacting to these conditions outside of you as if you were a victim. And this is the only cause of any pain or negative emotion. This belief that you're not the creator of your reality. That belief that you're not the creator of reality is solely responsible towards any physical pain and any negative emotion. Without this perception of yourself as a victim, you would not feel pain the same way you do now. It'll be a different feeling. And you would not experience negative emotion because you would have no label as negative. And you would also not be distracting yourself trying to chase things you think would make you feel good, that you lack, because that would distract you from your journey of self-discovery. It would take you out of neutrality. Now, this is an advanced concept, and we don't expect you to get there overnight, but what you can know for sure is that anytime you experience anything as if it's happening to you, you're going to feel fear. You're going to feel pain. The extent to which you believe that you're a victim to this thing happening to you, the more negative emotion or the more intense negative emotion and the more intense pain, because it is an illusion. You're, something's happening to you that is not actually happening to you, it's happening for you. Now, if you were in a neutral state of being, you had a dream, you would think, oh, okay, well, the dream is just showing me something, another perspective, it's just organizing, it's mostly for my subconscious, it's not a big deal. If I can remember it, then it might be fun to play with what I was feeling in the dream. Okay, that's interesting. I can look at a belief system there that might not be accurate. Okay, trying to tell me something here, great. Oh, and then this movement in my head happens. Oh, now why is that happening? Well, as a victim, something bad happened to you. Maybe you had a aneurysm. Maybe you had some misfiring in your synapses. Maybe you have a tumor. This is the thoughts that come to a victim. The thoughts that come to a creator is, oh, maybe this is a readjustment of my mental construct. Maybe this is what happened in that dream. Maybe I'm getting so powerful now that the mental construct is taking place in the non-physical in my dream state. Maybe all this work that I'm doing to raise my vibration, see myself from a higher perspective as a more worthy, limitless, eternal, magnificent being of love, maybe that's being reorganized in my head right now. Maybe my brain is adjusting to keep up with the new empathic abilities that I'm about to receive or to come online. Maybe great things are happening here for me. Maybe this is all part of the plan that I designed prior to my birth. Maybe everything is finally coming to fruition and I'm just going to go along with the ride. This life that you're living is based in only one thing, 
and that's your unique perception of reality. And guess what? You have 100% total freedom and authority to create an empowering perception of reality or a limiting one. It's all up to you. What you choose to create, your mental construct that you choose to create, you have to go through fear to create a more empowering mental construct. You'll have to rethink every limiting belief that you have. You'll have to take a look at that whole belief system and reorganize it so that it fits in with the framework of the definition of you as a creator and not a victim. Excellent question. I have a question, if may I ask? Letty? Yes, I thank you, Joshua. So how do we know when we love ourselves enough? You will know by the reflection of your reality. You will know if you love yourself in terms of a relationship with another romantic partner. You will know if you love yourself in the eyes and actions and behaviors of your children, of your parents, of your friends. You will know you love yourself as a reflection of your perception of abundance and freedom. You will know you love yourself when something happens in your outside conditions and you're able to see it from the higher perspective. You'll know you don't love yourself if you think things are happening to you. You know you aren't loving yourself in that area if you're getting feedback that makes you feel negative emotion. If you're seeing yourself as a, as a victim, perceiving the outside conditions that people can make you feel something, and you're going through manifestation events, it's showing you beliefs where you cannot love yourself because the beliefs are limiting and do not align with who you truly are. When you see yourself as the creator of your reality, on a journey of self-discovery, understanding that nothing in your reality is outside of you, it is all you, and you love every aspect, well then you are loving yourself. So if you have a mate and you are allowing your mate to be exactly who they are without controlling them or without loving them transactionally, without needing them to do something for you before you do it for them, without thinking that they're, they should be different than they are, if you are sending unconditional love to that person, you are loving yourself because that person is you. They're not separate from you. If you really enjoy where you live, the house you live in, the town you live in, the people who live there, if you really go out of your way and express appreciation and gratitude for all of that, you know you're loving yourself. If you are walking down the street and you get a smile from a passerby, you know you're loving yourself. And if you are having a manifestation event that points out a limiting belief, that tiny little aspect of you that's represented by that limiting belief is a part of you that's in resistance. It's a part of you that wishes you were different. Now, to love yourself is to see yourself as perfect as you are. Because to love anything is to see it unconditionally perfect. I accept you unconditionally. I ask you not to change. You are fine as you are. I'm expressing love and enhancing this relationship in love. So anything that you are in resistance to about yourself or about your reality, you are unable to see it as perfect. That resistance says, 
if it was different than it was, I'd feel better. And so you're under the illusion that if that thing were to change, that you would feel better. Yet, you're not here to change anything. You're here to move on a journey towards higher vibrational levels and then explore what comes in as a result of raising that vibration. You raise that vibration by seeing yourself as more worthy, as more authentic, as more good, as more capable, as more loving, as more limitless and free, more abundant. You see yourself from the perspective of the creator. And you say to yourself, this is an amazing reality that exists in right now, in this moment. I'm going to appreciate and be thankful and grateful for all of it. I'm going to accept all of it as it is in this moment. Because in this moment, it cannot be changed. You see? It's been created. It's here in this moment. You may look at one part of it and say, this sucks. I don't like this part of it at all. And that's the part of you that's being reflected back, this feeling that should be different for you to feel good. Well, you can't change everything in the moment, so you have to understand that the moment's perfect. In that acceptance of the present moment as perfect, without any of this resistance, guess what happens? Your vibration raises and you receive inspiration. Now, will that inspiration fix the thing you don't want, the thing you don't like, the thing you're resistant to? You don't care. You can't know because all that inspiration is doing is leading you on another step of expansion to a higher vibration. If you're in love, if you're in acceptance, then you receive inspiration in that neutral place and that will lead you towards more expansion and a higher vibration. That action that you take will bring forth information that will fill in any limiting belief that's in there. And then you arrive at a new dimension, a new level of vibration. And things start to come in and feel different and look different based on your expanded version of yourself, not changing the conditions. Now, what most humans do is say, okay, you're not acting good. You're not acting the way I want you to act. Your actions make me feel bad. Your actions are responsible for me not being happy. So I need to change you, get you out of my life, fix you, whatever it is. And then when you're fixed, then you won't make me feel bad. So I'll feel good. But of course, that's just a reflection. So until the person changes themselves, until they change their mental construct and, and raises their vibration, they're always going to get these reflections of things that are based in limiting beliefs about themselves or lack of information about themselves. Doesn't that make sense? You're on a journey of self-discovery. You're getting more information about what? About yourself. You're filling in the holes and limiting beliefs. You're altering your mental construct. You're seeing yourself as more authentic, more true to who you are. This is why you're here on this journey of self-discovery. It's a journey of self-discovery and raising one's own vibration, not to change conditions, but to understand oneself more. Now, who you are is perfect. In the non-physical, you exist as this perfect being of love. That's who you truly are. And in the physical, you are trying to discover that version of you while physical. And everything you don't like, everything you want to change, is your perception of imperfection. And that's the illusion. So you want to go on this journey 
to discover that that thing that you thought was imperfect has actually been perfect the whole time. But of course, you're sensitive beings, so things happen and you, you feel the negative emotion based on the limiting belief. But no one assumes it's the limiting belief. Everyone thinks it's the person who's doing something. Everyone thinks it's the government who's doing something. Everyone thinks it's world events that are making them feel bad. And then they dip into that consciousness of fear and they bring up urges to control the conditions and they go off on a journey of inauthenticity, discovering more about who they are. Well, you all are here now. You all have come to discover who you are, not who you're not. And the only way to do that is to accept, accept that in this moment, right now, this is the starting point. You exist at a certain vibration and it's created everything in your reality that you have a relationship to right now. This is where you are. You want to change something? It's not going to work. You're going to go back and explore the inauthentic version of you. You want to change your mental construct around that thing? Look at some limiting beliefs. Well, if you do that, you raise your vibration and then that thing changes, but don't do it to change it because that's just control again, just in fear. Do it because this is a journey of self-discovery. And every time you raise your vibration, you discover more about yourself. So your only thing you're ever wanting to do, the only thing you ever want to do, you don't want to manifest desires. You don't want to get rich. You don't want to fall in love. You don't want to do any of that. Because all of that that you want, that you think you want, would only be a match to this limited version that exists right now, with this vibration that you have right now. What you want is to raise your vibration without needing anything to happen, and then see that as a new reflection of how you see yourself, more authentic and closer to the version of you that exists in the non-physical, the limitless, magnificent, eternal, pure, positive being of love that you are. If you just had your life on this series of experiences that get you closer and closer and closer to understanding that version of you by acting on inspiration after inspiration after inspiration on this inspired path, you would discover who you truly are quickly. And then you would discover how you are to serve, why you are to serve, and who you are to serve. You would discover service. And in that trajectory, you bring everyone else along with you. This has been an amazing conversation with brilliant, leading edge thinkers and creators that you've allowed us to come forth and to bring ideas that were based in your wanting to understand yourself. You've unlocked new parts of the universe that had new information and allowed us to flow source through us, through Gary, to you so that you can ask new and more evolved questions and change your own vibration. And as you change your own vibration, you change the vibration of the entire planet, of the entire mass consciousness, and add it all to the tapestry of all that is. And with that, we are complete. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. Thank, thank you. Well, I hope you really enjoyed that one. The manifestation process, it's tricky. This is why people are doubting law of attraction because they say, oh, I'm just going to think about what I want and it's going to manifest. You can see that there's so much more to it. And really, it's all about raising your vibration. So if you don't know how to raise your vibration, you're not really going to get anywhere with it. If you don't know how to see yourself from the higher perspective, if you don't realize that this is all a journey of self-discovery, and if you don't know how the system of physical reality works, there's no way you're going to be able to manifest what you truly want. What you truly want comes 
and you don't know what this is, right? You have no idea what it is, but it's satisfying, it's enjoyable, it's fantastic, it's exciting. It comes when you raise your vibration and when you receive inspiration, act on the inspiration. And that higher vibrational level creates a reality that can now conforms to where you're at. So there's a process to all this and it all starts through experience because words don't teach. You can listen to all these podcasts and you can read our books, you can watch the videos, all that stuff is great and it is helping you raise your vibration. But what you really want to do to actively engage that vibration is do an experience. And the Ascension experience is created by Joshua just for this purpose of raising your vibration. There is nothing out there that will help you raise your vibration because in raising your vibration, you have to have experience. And the, the Ascension experience is full of assignments and daily plots and reading and calls and all that stuff, working with a partner. It gets you out of this limitation that you've imposed on yourself and lets you start to see who you really are and how this whole system works. And that's how you raise your vibration. So if you want to talk to me about it, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. We'll schedule a call. It's really fun. It's one of my favorite things to do to connect with people who are listening to the podcast. And then I'll explain it to you. And if it's for you, you'll know it. And if it is, I'll give you a coupon code so you have a discount on that. So push past your fear act on your inspiration, send me an email, and we'll get together. And if nothing else, at least we'll have a fun conversation. And thanks again for sharing this with your friends. I know everyone thinks it's you know sort of kooky or weird to share this with your friends, but I promise you that you have friends that will benefit from this, this podcast. So do that, and then if you can subscribe to it, that's great, and do a like, and especially a review. If you can leave a review, that's the most important thing. So thanks again for being here, and we'll see you next time.